Welcome to The Back Channel, your trusted source of insights into venture capital, fundraising, and startups. Backchanneled from Jason Ye, that's me, to you. Hey guys, welcome to The Back Channel. Today, I want to talk about a difficult topic, difficult in that people know that it's going to be a part of fundraising, uh, but it doesn't feel good, and that topic is rejection why it's so important, how to deal with it, the things to pull from it. Um, I think most founders know that rejection is going to be a big part of fundraising. You've heard the story of Airbnb getting rejected hundreds of times uh, before getting someone to accept them. But I think when the rubber hits the road, founders who have never gone through the process of fundraising don't know what it's going to feel like and thus don't really know how to protect against it and how to actually draw strength from it. So I'd like to start there as a topic to discuss today. So the reality of rejection is something that we should double underline. Of course, the famous stories of Airbnb and others getting rejected multiple times should be a illustration of how much rejection goes out there. But I think people can sometimes glaze over that and say like, oh, that's just a uh, dramatization of what it's really like. It probably won't be so bad. Um, but the reality is any any fundraise that you've heard about, successful or otherwise, definitely had its own share of rejection when it came to pitching and trying to get to that initial yes. And that's because startups, especially at the earliest stages, are crazy stories that not many people, not everyone will believe in. In fact, you've probably heard some people say, if everyone says yes to an idea, it might not be that good of an idea. Like, why hasn't someone done it before? So you should know that the best startups that have been venture-backed are ones that are controversial, that people don't think could work. And it's those startups that create the biggest outcomes. And so if you're going after a big startup outcome, you're likely to be inviting a lot of rejection. So get ready for that. Second thing is to realize that rejection doesn't have to be necessarily just insulting you or calling your baby ugly it can be the source of amazing feedback because rejection that comes from the mouths of investors who have seen bunches of startups in your space before will hopefully come with some insight into how they think about your business, maybe some of the challenges that you're going to run into along the way. So think about getting rejection as an opportunity to get feedback on your way to finding the investors that really think like you and believe in you and will be great supporters in your journey to building a gigantic business. If you're a startup trying to sell into enterprises, I'm sure you've been dreading getting some sort of certification like SOC 2 or HIPAA. I know I did when I ran my last startup and it cost us a lot of important deals. Well, you're in luck because not only is there an awesome solution called Vanta that makes the process dead simple, but also funded listeners get $1,000 off their service just by going to vanta.com slash funded. Check it out. Now, I can't sugarcoat it. Rejection is going to feel bad. Um, I always say that it feels like getting punched in the stomach. And no matter how often you do this, it doesn't feel good to be told that someone doesn't believe in you or doesn't believe in the idea. That said, you're going to have to figure out a way to deal with that rejection, deal with that pain, because if you let it affect you, it could mean that the next time you go pitch, you'll be stewing on that rejection, thinking about, well, are they right? Are 
are they right about me and, and the opportunity here? Is there actually not an opportunity for us to grow something really big? And if that festers in your mind, that could affect your confidence and affect the way you show up to your next meeting. And if pitches and investing and fundraising are all about generating momentum and showing that level of confidence, not being able to handle rejection is going to be a really challenging thing as it pertains to your ability to close deals. So what I tell people is a few things. One, when you are setting up your approach to fundraising, make sure you create a process. Make sure you have all of your first pitches happen in a densely packed area on your calendar. Using a term I called calendar density, try to have your first two weeks packed with meetings. That will help defend against your natural inclination to feel bad about yourself, feel bad about rejection, because if you pack your days with three, four, or five meetings a day, it will be very hard for you to spend too much time thinking about it. You have the next meeting coming up, you have to prepare yourself and not think about what just happened. So you're going to just get better and better and better at going through these meetings. You'll have your thought to yourself, yep, they said no, but there are dozens of other investors behind them. It's their loss. Got to move on to the next one. And secondly, when it comes to rejection, I think having a support structure around you and a practice around positive affirmations or just a mantra or a way to speak to yourself uh, that reminds you that you're great, the company is great, and you're going to get this done, while potentially woo-woo sounding, can make a huge difference in how you show up to each subsequent meeting, whether or not the last meeting was a great one. The last thing I'll say may sound a little trite, and you've probably heard something like this before, but realize that every no is just one step closer to the yes that you're looking for. And in some ways you should be seeking these out. The next no just gets you that much closer, gets you more feedback, more practice to be better, closer to that eventual yes that will get you the funding you need to get to the next level. So that's my quick summary and back channel on rejection, why it's necessary, how you deal with it, and how you can really grow towards the eventual money that you need to close. So hopefully this was helpful. I'll see you guys next time on the back channel.